Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Friday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn Zippy. We're looking back at Thursday. Um, and we need to talk about um, uh, youth crime. We need to talk about uh, parole uh, and you know, how easy it is for former prisoners to get back into society. Uh, cycling, big talking point. Uh, but I mean, perhaps the biggest talking point of all is the shoe controversy. You know the shoe controversy? Oh, we'll get to that at the end of the pod. Anyway, uh, let's start by solving youth crime again, or still, or not quite yet. Te ora o te tahi rangatahi ora Amanda Smith said recently in an article that we need to give youth crime context. She said young offenders were pressured by years of COVID-related disruptions, by social media trends and a cost-of-living crisis. Well, newsflash, so are we all doesn't mean we've all taken up a life of crime. But she claims they do know the difference, these young people, between right and wrong, and that many of them are just hungry, not stupid. Now, I could believe that if in the 400% increase in ram raids, the items stolen were perhaps bread, milk and cheese, but they're not. It's vape pods, bubblegum and alcohol. If they were truly hungry and not stupid, why would they ram down a shop's front door for bubblegum? She says the response to youth crime needs to be more support. But I'm just not sure with the support thing. How much more support and, and where's it coming from and how do you spread it and where do you spread it and who's spreading it? I mean, is it schools who need to pick up yet more social work and help support people here? Is it local community groups who are already stretched and probably underfunded? I mean, I think, to be honest, it is actually the job of police. And I think at this point, surely an immediate punishment is more effective and instant than spending months trying to rebuild or restructure entire family units. Everybody does seem to want a quick fix these days, though. They don't know. Like, I mean, anytime anybody suggests sorting out the root of the problem, it's like, no, 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 this is going to take too long. Um, we, we need to solve this now. And so I wonder if that is why we keep having problems, because, you know, it's just a... Band-aid on top of a band-aid, a bit of insulation tape on top of another bit of insulation tape, and maybe you need to actually replace the entire cord. It's a weird, um, weird metaphor used there, Glenn ZB. Um, anyway, uh, so some people do end up going to prison, and then they get parole, and then it's hard for them to get a job, or is it? Um, we've got a skill shortage. Surely we need all the workers we can get whether they've been in prison or not talking about our parole system and um, you know reintegration into the workforce interesting so uh, the recent court of appeal have been having a hearing looking at what to do with lifetime parole see some of these young offenders they get a life sentence but then they get lifetime parole so for the so, rest of their days they have to report in and mm-hmm. be monitored without, every 40 days yeah at, at least and that's at what, the most that's I what mean. Kerry was saying too that just the lack of resource so it's just a monitoring thing and then often these these guys now that have been done it for 20 years are saying it's just not helpful in any way shape or form and so the court's considering whether young convicted murderers um, should in fact just get a finite jail sentence but not the lifetime parole component mm. because that's the soul destroying bit so that's sort of what we're discussing you're destroying people's soul that does seem extreme what they're saying the sentence was.
It's like something that would happen in Asgard. You are sentenced to have your soul destroyed for all of eternity. You're being a bit silly, Glenn ZB, but it is Friday. Uh, mind you, it wasn't Friday yesterday when people were talking about closing a lane on the Harbour Bridge for people to bike over. Kerry, please talk about this. On Kate's show this morning, she said they're reconsidering the cycleway on the Harbour Bridge. On Heather's show last night, the wannabe mayor said he's in favour of it too and the government can't afford extra funds for Pharmac for life-saving drugs. I get really peed off, says Mars. Yes, Waka Kotahi will today, on a day of high winds and extraordinary rain, decide whether to have a dedicated cycle lane across the Auckland Harbour Bridge. It had originally decided to have a lane for just special events, but a cycling lobby group threatened legal action. Simeon Brown, who's a Nationals transport spokesperson, says Michael Wood should have been firmer in denying the lane. He says closing a lane will be expensive, it'll cause congestion, use of the lane may not be that high, especially on rainy days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't be allowed. Cars are barely allowed on on days like this. You're not going to have a cyclist on there. It would just be too dangerous. It's it's almost like cutting off your nose to spite your face. Right, I don't care that I'm going to be blown off the harbour bridge and plunged into an ICC because I want to cycle and bloody hell I'll die trying. Well, you will. You will die trying. And some might say that's God's little pruning fork, but I say every life is precious. There you go. Uh, it sounds like Kerry's been quite charitable towards cyclists, really. Uh, on the other hand, as she mentioned, uh, Heather, not such a fan. I don't know that she's necessarily got it in for cyclists, but she certainly doesn't want to give up any, uh, any, any car space, let's put it that way. You know how we're constantly told by the authorities that there's all this public support for cycleways and you sit there thinking, well... Nobody I know likes the cycleways, so what's going? Where can this possibly go? What? Well, here's the answer. Looks like they're fudging the numbers. There isn't majority support for cycleways at all. Today, the Ratepayers Alliance has released a public survey conducted by Auckland Transport that I think might be, I think might be the first real insight that we've had into what Aucklanders actually think about cycleways. And let's have a little guessing game on this one, right? The majority of Aucklanders want Auckland Council to stop investing in cycleways immediately. So guess what proportion of Aucklanders actually support the funding of cycleways in the city in the short term? 40%? No. 30%? No. 20%? No, not even 20 No, not even 15%, 12%. 12% support the funding of cycleways in the city in the short term. That's fewer than one in eight Aucklanders who want the council to continue putting money into cycleways right now. Instead, Aucklanders, what, what they really want right now is to be able to get around the city faster. So they want faster, more frequent public transport, 48%. New roads to solve congestion, 37%. Increase the capacity of existing roads, 32%. Build new public transport for growing suburbs, 26%. Build new roads to growing suburbs, 26%. So the top five priorities for money right now in Auckland are public transport and roads to get us moving faster, not cycleways, 12%. Now, the reason I'm bringing this to you is because I think the survey is really important for a number of reasons. And I do apologize if you're outside of Auckland, but I tell you what, I bet you it's exactly the same situation in whatever town or city you're in right now regarding cycleways. This is important because 
this survey undermines every single insistence from public officials and cycling advocates that there is majority support for cycleways in the short term. There isn't. And this survey has not yet been made public, even though it was done more than 18 months ago. And most importantly, the council is ignoring right now what people want. So two months ago, the council voted to spend $2 billion on cycleways, which we don't want. And today they just voted for that ridiculous climate change plan, which will require them to plough huge amounts of money into cycleways because they want to lift our biking from 0.4% to 17% of total trips in eight years. Now, I don't know why this document has only been released now and not beforehand. And I don't know why it took an official information request from the Ratepayers Alliance to get hold of it. But I can see it definitely undermines Auckland Council's push for cycling because it shows just how many of us want them to stop the cycleways right away. And it is just so frustrating when you see this to watch how they are ignoring what we actually want. Uh, so that uh, survey was done a year and a half ago. I wonder if people are more or less into cycling now than they were then. Because uh, I feel like, you know, there was that big surge of people buying bikes and e-bikes, you know, when we were being locked down and things like that. And I think that's worn off now, hasn't it? I think you can pick up five five bikes for the price of one on Trade Me these days, can't you? It's, they're a bit like pets bought at Christmas. Nobody wants them after a while. Uh, we're going to finish up here uh, with the big shoe debate that I promised you. You know, you know the one. It would be good if someone could unify the world's shoe sizing scale all that us or uk 7 or a us 7 or a that's 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 crazy get the whole thing together next time the united nations just send us there say look before anything let's just get this unified be a vote be a total vote winner one scale the Americans wouldn't cope with it. They'd say it's the beginning of the end they'd be the conspiracy theorists of all but it would be make a, it would make life a lot easier Eight UK eight or a, oh, and then you've got the, yeah, because you you have your, yeah, I'm a sort of a nine and a half, I think, but then you've got sometimes it's a thirty-two, is that what it is? So it's completely different. He's right. I mean, when Marcus is right, he's so right. He's so right on this. I mean, there's so many things. Like, can we just sort out the imperial versus metric thing once and for all as well? Oh. You know, uh, the, with the train tracks, it seems to be different in different places. We just need to... This is women 2022. At least can we... How are we ever supposed to buy shoes on the internet if we don't know what size they are? I'm Glenn ZB. That has been News Talk ZB. It's, it, to be fair, it's never a standard size. Um, but it's around about this long and it'll probably be around about this long on Monday with the weekend edition see you then